Ben Pundle is the executive vice president of brand, culture, and experience at Public Hotels, and he's a longtime collaborator with Ian Schrager. In this episode, you'll learn what Ben has learned from Ian about providing remarkable hospitality through working with him. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. What are the first things that stood out to you in working with Ian? Ian thinks differently. He thinks about the anticipation. He thinks about creating a halo effect. He thinks about the business being led by the brand rather than the other way around. And it's not just about design and it's about, and Ian will always say, it's about alchemy. You know, it's not never one thing. It's about design. It's about programming. It's about food and beverage. It's about uh, having the right people to attract the right people. So he had his focus on things that other hoteliers at the time didn't have. You helped him expand his vision for hospitality in building their hotels. I wonder if you can kind of give us a sense of what your process was in opening a new hotel. There's so many components from a development, from a building perspective, but to your point of anticipation of creating that alchemy, can you walk us through a project of opening a hotel? What was involved? Let's take, for example, the Times Square edition, because in 2019, I mean, don't let the accent fool you. I'm a New Yorker. I moved here in, in 1998. I never go to Times Square. So we were tasked with getting great crowd to Times Square for creating a buzz in Times Square, which I don't think has, has been done since I've no idea when. And so we made sure that we had a week long festival of events a true legacy performer to open with Diana Ross and Nile Rogers, followed by Lauren Hill. And then as the week went on, we had people like Sophie Tucker, Charlie XCX, Seth Troxler, and we had great, great, great people. So we brought various social tribes from all over New York to come and experience the hotel. Now, once you saw it because of what Ian had created, those people would talk about it to the right people. Everyone would come and see it. And then once they were there, we would make sure that we'd give them the best experience possible through food and beverage that was that was by John Fraser. And we brought in House of Yes, House of Yes from Bushwick. So we tasked House of Yes with creating a theatrical dinner show at the Paradise Club, which blew people's minds because they could not believe that House of Yes was on Broadway kind of thing or in Times Square. And I loved working with them. They've become dear friends of mine. They are possibly some of the most creative, nicest people you could ever work with in entertainment and nightlife. And they created something really special. So we've really worked hard for about a year leading up to the opening because you get one shot at a first impression, especially when you are opening a hotel in Times Square. It's very um, visible to the world. So um, it was an exciting, daunting task, but it was great. I'm curious for you, what is the role of theatrics or spectacle in providing hospitality? It's an interesting question because we use the word alchemy and alchemy to me is very different now 
than it was 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Alchemy for me means, yes, you to create a spectacle through nightlife, entertainment, performance is great. But I'm very well aware that the tastemakers of today can only enjoy that if there is also a sense of responsibility that you are positioned well in the community, that you're a good neighbor, that you are environmentally sensitive, that you know you don't need to bash your guests over the head with the messaging, but it needs to be in alignment because it can't just be the fashion nightlife spectacle anymore. That doesn't cut it. People don't care. If it's just that, people get bored very quickly, they see through it, and then you don't get the right crowd. You get the right crowd if you have a responsible approach. I'm curious in your work now, are you thinking of it in the same sort of way of of bringing different groups together? Or has that evolved since the opening of that hotel? We're living in a very different time. We're living in a post-pandemic world where there is a lot of war and displacement, where there is financial uncertainty. We're living in a very, very different time. It's a very fragile time. So even people who you think are kind of bulletproof, in, you know, there, there are a lot of people suffering right now. So it's, you can't go out with too many flashy, sparkly, the optics are, are not great. I think there needs to be a more thoughtful approach to programming. And that's something that we're paying a lot of attention to now. I'm curious what that might look like. It's interesting you mention many of us are, are feeling fragile because of all the things going on in our world today. Think about hospitality. It could create this safe place for people. How are you thinking about programming or creating these environments that understand the fragility of the moment? I think you have to lean into what people feel good about rather than or in addition to some escapism. So whether those are talks or theater or comedy or magic or workshops or masterclasses or just something that's a little more thoughtful than just crazy sparkly nightlife. You know, I think there has to be a a more thoughtful approach to programming. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on sustainability and wellness. Wellness has been such a, a key theme, and I'm curious how you're thinking about it now. It's very, very important part of hospitality. We have a responsibility. I call it responsible hospitality. So it's this, it's this kind of 360 approach. Yes, there needs to be great design, great food and beverage, great nightlife, great events, great media, and a lot of excitement. But that is going to be very short-lived if we don't take a responsible approach in the industry, that we must look after our employees. We must look after the community. We must look after, we must be as environmentally sensitive as possible. We must recalibrate our programming. There is a sense of purpose and, like I said, responsibility that the hotels, the hotel companies need to have now to be competitive and appealing. So I think that we have to be very aware of what's happening in the world. Now, again, there are some hotel companies that bash you over the head with their messaging about their environmental achievements, and it drives me crazy. It's just something you've got to do. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. 
Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 